Good morning, boys and girls. I would like today to tell you another story from the Mr. Men series. Today, I want to introduce you to a man that Roger Hardgraves called Mr. Lazy. Now, Mr. Lazy lived in Sleepy Land Village. And Sleepy Land Village was a very, very strange place. The birds flew very, very slowly. In fact, so slowly, some of them fell out of the sky. The trees were bent over as if they were asleep as well. And everybody that lived in Sleepy Land Village loved to sleep. Mr. Lazy, he would have woke in the morning, yawned, stretched himself, and then he would have went back to sleep. And as his name suggests, he loved to sleep every day. Every afternoon at 2.15, Mr. Lazy would have crawled out of bed. Whenever he boiled the kettle, it took about two hours to boil. Did you know that it took three hours to brown the toast? And whenever Mr. Lazy put the kettle on and the toast in the toaster, he then went outside into the garden and he sat in his second favorite place, and that was the garden seat. And whenever he was there, he stretched and he yawned, and very quickly he went over to sleep again. As he was sleeping, he could hear this voice, Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Mr. Lazy! And he could see Mr. Busy, and he could see Mr. Bustle, and they were telling him to do loads of things. Now, Mr. Lazy, of course, boys and girls, he hated chores. He hated work. He hated making the bed. He hated doing the dishes. He hated um, washing the floor. He hated dusting the furniture. And here was two men, and they were instructing him to do all of these things. Well, Mr. Lazy got into a very, very big tizzy that particular day, and he got things wrong. He started to chop the furniture. He put coal on the um, cooking pot to, to cook for his dinner, and, and he, he put dirt all over the floor, and he thought, oh dear, this is terrible, terrible indeed. And then he could hear Mr. Busy saying, right, we're going for a walk now. And it was such a long, long walk, and Mr. Lazy hated walking. He loved lying in bed, or, or second, he loved sitting in the chair and having a little nap. But this was a very, very long walk, and his legs were very, very, very sore. He could feel himself flopping into his favorite chair when he got back to the garden. And all of a sudden, Mr. Bustle said to him, right now we're going for a run. And whenever I blow the whistle, then everybody will run. And Mr. Um, Lazy, he could hear the whistle blowing. But you know what? His legs were rooted to the spot where he was sitting in the chair. He couldn't physically get up. And then he opened his eyes and he looked around. He couldn't see Mr. Busy, couldn't see Mr. Bustle because you know what? It was just a terrible dream. And the whistle that was blowing was the kettle that had boiled to make his tea. So he went in, he had some tea and then he had some toast. And then guess boys and girls where he went back to? He went back to bed and it was now only a quarter past six. So from a quarter past two till a quarter past six, that was Mr. Lazy's day. I was thinking, you know, boys and girls, there's an illustration in the Bible of Mr. Lazy. Even though Mr. Lazy's name isn't mentioned, 17 times we have in the Holy Scriptures the reference to the word slothful. And there's another word 
sluggard, and it's mentioned six times. So if we put all those together, that's 23 references to the whole concept of laziness found in the Bible. Twelve of these are in the book of Proverbs. And one thing that was true about Mr. Slothful or the sluggard was that they loved to sleep. Solomon, the wisest man, asked the sluggard in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 9, How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? You see, Solomon had been out for a walk one day, and he saw the field of the slothful. That's what everybody in the village called it. You know, nowadays, if we were out for a walk and we were saying, um, farmer so-and-so owns that field, or, or those cows are farmer so-and-sos, or those sheep are farmer so-and-sos. But, but way back in Solomon's day, everybody talked about the field of the slothful. Do you know why, boys and girls? Because the wall was broken down. It was full of nettles and thorns, and the weeds were overgrown. And this man that owned it was neglecting the field, and there was nothing growing in it but weeds. And, and Solomon said, that man is not only very lazy, but he's very foolish. And he instructed him, and he said in Proverbs 6 and 6, go to the ant, thou sluggard. You see, the ant is a tiny little animal. They work during the summer and during the harvest to collect their food for the winter, because when the winter come, it was going to be impossible to make preparation for the gathering in of the food. And you see, one thing that's true about Mr. Slothful and the sluggard was this, that they were lazy and neglected preparation. Someone told me a long time ago, whenever I became minister of the church, that proper preparation prevents a poor performance. You think of the illustration there in the Bible. Even though it doesn't mention the word lazy, it mentions the word slothful and the, mentions the word sluggard. And you will find that there in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through to 9, and Proverbs 24, especially verse 30. But did you know, boys and girls, not only is there an illustration of Mr. Lazy in the Bible, but there's an instruction from Mr. Lazy. You see, the Bible would tell us, don't be like Mr. Lazy. Certainly don't hate your chores. You remember Adam, God, when he put Adam in the Garden of Eden, gave him a job to do. His job was to tend the garden. His job was to name the animals. And God, of course, made us for work. And we shouldn't be shy of work. We shouldn't hate work. We should delight and desire to do work in a physical way. And the Bible says, he that is slothful is a brother to him that is a great waster. And that's our text for today. And we do not want you to be slothful. We don't want you to be like a great waster. It's important that you engage in physical work and activity. So we can learn from Mr. Lazy. And his instruction would be, don't become like me. And of course, it's not only true in a physical sense, but surely it's true in a spiritual sense. And you think of the field of the slothful, and you think of your heart, and I wonder, are you neglecting to make proper preparation, even in regards to the great eternity? Remember, the Bible says, prepare to meet thy God. 
And it's important that you make the right preparation, the right preparation in regards to God is recognizing your sin, realizing that you've got a precious immortal soul, realizing your need of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and putting your faith and trust in him. And of course, if you're a true Christian, you will want to be a worker for God. And then you will give yourselves to prayer, even as the psalmist said. You will not neglect the study and the reading and the meditation of the scriptures. Doesn't the Bible tell us, study to show thyself approved, a workman unto God that um, needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. And we would encourage you today, uh, not only to read the scriptures, but also to be a witness for God. You see, the Lord Jesus, he dealt with this whole thing. He talked about good and faithful servants, but he also talked about a wicked and slothful servant. And that word slothful is found also in Matthew chapter 25. And there's the Lord Jesus telling this story that at the end of time, there's going to be good and faithful servants, but there'll be wicked and slothful servants. Why? Because they've been negligent. They've been neg negligent as regards of their salvation of their precious soul, but they have been negligent in the things of God. You see, you cannot be a Christian and be lazy. As a Christian, you've got to do a work for God. And I say to you today that you can learn from um, Mr. Lazy. Don't be like him physically, but certainly do not be like him spiritually. And think of this as I close. Think of the inspiration of Mr. Lazy. You see, Mr. Lazy would want us to, to learn from him. And of course, you have to desire uh, to do some work physically, but it's the same spiritually. You've got then to make a decision. I'm going to do this. So you need a, a positive frame of mind. You need a good attitude. And also you need to be disciplined. The Bible talks about redeeming the time because the days are evil. And you know, it's good to bear a burden in your youth. And I say to you, young people, if you're listening, you boys and girls, you learn to tidy away your toys. You learn to keep your room tidy. You, you learn to help with the dishes. You, you learn to help mom and dad about the house if you can. Have a very good work ethic. And of course, that will be a tremendous thing for you, not only in a physical sense, but also in a, in a spiritual sense, because it means that you're learning something, a very valuable lesson in life. God doesn't want you to be a waster. God certainly doesn't want you to be lazy. And I would say to you, even today, as you think of this uh, story of Mr. Lazy. What was he really a sleepyhead who just lay in bed all day and did absolutely nothing? Do not be like him. As Solomon said, go to the ant and learn and consider her ways. Think about this today and apply yourself and ask yourself if you're a Christian, what am I doing for God? God bless you and thank you for listening.